Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Monday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. We're back in America. Um, the past couple weeks, we have been on tour, Anya and I, in Europe. We went to eight cities. Let me just go through them for you. Berlin. Oh. Vienna. Oh, my God. London. Oh. Munich. Wow. Uh, uh, hold on. Oslo. Stockholm. Whoa. Amsterdam. Helsinki. Tel Aviv. Done. Nine cities. Layover wow. in uh, Istanbul. Where's done? Uh, Tel Aviv. <laughs> Wait, oh. <laughs> I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a Dunn somewhere in Arizona. <laughs> well, there's a Verdun in, uh, in uh, France. Oh. Well, Brian Frangie's here. He's in Los Angeles, and uh, Noah is in Arizona, and Anya's back in New York. I'm in St. Louis. I got in last night um, from Tel Aviv. We left at uh, 9 a.m. is when our car picked us up, and we landed at uh, 11 p.m. St. Louis time. That was a 20... 21 hour journey wow. plus the car ride to my house so 21 and a half hours full full stop um uh, yeah you know but that's like that's international travel baby um oh, yeah. you just like lose a day of your life and then you lose like 14 days like recovering and back <laughs> on schedule but i think i'm back you landing no at night yes i think i'm good like i'm not even kidding you landing at night and then i just like stayed up a little bit i watched a little bit of sarah silverman's new stand-up special i played a little guitar i ate a little food and then i just peacefully went to bed around um midnight midnight and a half and then um 
woke up this morning. I don't want to be back on schedule because what a great excuse to just sleep all day yeah. and like not really have to do anything. Um, I so I might like still use happens. it. I feel like this happens sometimes where the day you get back or the two days you get back, you feel like I'm back on schedule. And oh. then three days later, you can't stay awake during it's the delusional. day. delusional. Yeah, I yeah. can see that happening because there's no way that my body really is adjusted. My mind might be or maybe my body is and my mind is it. We shall see i just lose it during this episode um how are you feeling anya i got sick on the flight home but i'm feeling much better now i was in hell for a couple i don't even know how many days we've been home two days i was yeah. like how do i have like strep throat or covid but i'm i'm, I'm covid neggy and i'm strappy neggy so i think it was just wow. a cold and probably just stress like being a little run down and um, i'm feeling yeah. so much better so run down. We were nonstop, baby. It was yeah. like, go, go, go. I don't know how um, Chris was a, another, another level of go, go, go. I, I just he is constantly going out. He was always sightseeing. Uh, Noah this weekend went to you were the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Grand With, Canyon. Yeah. South Rim. How far? How far is that? It's about five you. hours from where we live. Oh, that's like not too bad. Yeah, it's like me driving to Kansas City. That's not that's not so bad. And you get to see like the biggest hole in the world. And so you went <laughs> to the Grand Canyon. Rim, yeah, but Can like, I admit something stupid. Yeah, that I learned oh. from this trip. Please. Yes. So I so we went to the North Rim uh, three years ago, and now we went to the South Rim. I thought the South Rim meant it's like at like towards the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that wh who wouldn't? But it's not. It's like the other side. Oh wait, like I meant north. Right. But yeah, you thought it would be like the like, bottom of it. Where like the river is? Not all like I knew we weren't gonna be all the way at the Colorado River, but I thought it was like lower than where we were before when we were at the north. Because oh, it would be south, like into the core of the earth, as opposed <laughs> to like across yes. the way. Yeah, so that's something I yeah. learned at the age of Okay. 40. That's all right. It's okay. That's it's fine. a safe space. Yeah, it Thanks, is. <laughs> um Yeah, the Grand Canyon is spectacular and um very Have cool. You been but there? like didn't yeah, I've been there a few times, I think, but it is um you went hiking for five hours and that just listening to that sentence felt like a <laughs> hike to me. It was brutal to hear that. And Kirsten the other day said she went on a three and a half hour hike. I go, who is hiking this long? And are you bringing food with you? Yes. And a, a, a sleeping bag. That's so long. That's part of the joy of the hike is you bring a little sandwich and then when you get to a point mm -hmm. of interest, you sit there and you eat a nice picnic. I love sitting and eating and talking and yes. it does not happen enough in my life um, <laughs> with my my boyfriend is not like we would on you. You will test this. We would sit down for a meal. I when I travel, all I want to do is have meals and talk and like yes. sit in like a square and like watch people walk like people watch. Not mm -hmm. active things, you know, like watch other people be active <laughs> and or that's just the reward for like all the sightseeing that you have to do. So you can go, oh, I went to this place, even though there's a Google image that you could show your family and they would still think that you went there <laughs> and it doesn't really prove anything. Like we went to the Dead Sea for two seconds and Anya was like, I just want to jump in to say I've been. It's like, what is the difference between this and not going? Nothing. There's no difference. Uh, except, between this and not going. Except one one key difference. Lying. A burning vagina. No one told me <laughs> that your vagina burns or can burn so much. We got in. First of all, we get into the Dead Sea and Nikki immediately like slams her shin into a rock that yeah, no one you tells you. You see it you. on the camera. There's a huge rock. Mark. And Chris and I both jam our, like it's bloody 
Um, and and it's gonna leave. It's gonna leave a scar. You know oh, when like you're you wading into, into an like ocean, motto over here. Yeah. So there's like you're, sharp rocks. So anyone walking oh. in is going to hit their shin. You're kind of like thing. shuffling ahead because you don't really know you're what's not going on. It's just to sand. splash at the Dead Sea. Also, right. it's, it's like more salt. Oh yeah, because you can get it if you get. Wait, it's more salt than what? Water? Than water. Like it's, oh, it's the oh, salty meant sea. like it's more salt than water you has salt. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Okay, no, I get what you're saying. It's more like it has more salt in it than water in it. Yes. So um, it's like what you gargle with when you have canker sores. Yeah. <laughs> you get it a little bit in <laughs> yeah. your eye. One guy, well, one sad older man who looked like he'd been beaten down was walking back in and he just looked at me and goes, be careful of the droplets. <laughs> and I was like, yes. the droplets? <laughs> He's like, yes, be very careful. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get any. And right at that moment, the sea a like droplet. spits into my eye. It's almost like burbling. <laughs> and a droplet went in my eye and I was like, fuck like screaming my vagina's on fire my eye is now gonna fall out of my head and i'm just like my i look back at wasn't Nikki, on fire <laughs> and i'm like i'm out i'm done i can't feel anything down there i think i'm numb no I, I, you just, I just have a different looked pH. into buying testosterone today well, because i have no sex drive it's just that's, kaput that's why they call it the burning bush <laughs> do you ever have no sex drive like i, I don't know what's going yes. on with me i used to be so so horny all the time wanting sex all the time it's the most fun thing you can possibly do besides sitting in a square and eating with your friends and talking about people passing by and now it is it's it's obviously feels good when i do it but it is not on my mind at all and it has nothing to do with my partner who i couldn't be more attracted to what's going on i don't i can't i can't understand it and it won't go away or it won't come back. It has gone away. <laughs> I need it to come back. It is something that I care about a lot. And it's like, but it's interesting because it's almost like when I go, when I say, um, I wish I cared about cooking or I wish I cared about home design, but I don't. And Chris always goes like, why do you want something that you don't like, that you don't care about? And that's how sex feels now. Like the idea of wanting it feels stupid because I don't want it. So like I'm not mm. why do I want this thing that I don't want because it brings me closer with my partner because it used to be a fun thing that I did have fun doing but I just I don't even masturbate anymore I don't do anything it's it's completely gone but I'm not like I don't feel sick I don't feel <laughs> I don't know what's going it's yeah, so strange one. but Any reading about people get. wanting to have sex I'm just like ugh god there's no advice that can be given either everything that anyone would suggest it'd be it wouldn't work it I'm looking at from supplements. Within. It's it, well, it, I think it is. I think I have to I have need testosterone. So I was like looking online like testosterone for women. I don't know. I I bought some stuff on Amazon today. Who knows if it's going to work? Or have you tried ashwagandha? We're going to get a bunch of DMs about ashwagandha. But I think that that stuff. Ash, bagash. Yeah. It, uh, it really helps. <laughs> or uh, overalls. If yeah. Chris wears those. I'll be horned up again. Um ashwagandha okay yeah I, I think i have some of that in my cabinet actually because at some point someone had suggested that to me but usually there's only this- one one really surefire way to get horned up for your boyfriend and that mm. is you gotta break up yeah uh, you'll be so horny wrong. for months months <laughs> You're not wrong That's get back so together true. bang it out or get into a really intense fight or something no. at, at the very least and then break no up. i don't want that no, no. I, but you're not wrong about the breaking up thing you're not wrong like when we get back together that that's always like you want what you can't have all yeah. the time. But I, um, I also have been saying like, 
I, whenever we break up, I always lose weight really quickly because I'm just like so sad and like stressed out. So I just need it for both of those things. I would like to drop a little bit before I film Elf Boy Island. And I would like to get horny again before Elf Boy Island. It's nice to bring that to the island. Yeah. Quote, unquote, island. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need it all back. So breaking up seriously might, and music sounds better. I mean, Taylor Swift has a new song out called You're Losing Me. And man, I would love to like be able to relate to that song. There have been times that I have been able to. Mm. Can't now. Stable relationship. God damn it. It's I like can a listen very to specific type of shrooms to break up. What do you? Oh yeah, like it enhances like certain things, but only things that have to do with your emotions. Yes, it feels so good. I, I mean, I kind of like. It's one of those painful things that I really actually like craved. Sometimes it's like, okay, here we go again, and you get really um. You almost like springboard into like being social again. Yeah, you got to fill your life up. So like I, I, the second Chris and I broke up last October for a couple of days, I'm like texting all my friends like, "Come, let's meet up." And Chris was like, "You went out that night." I'm like, "Yeah, I wasn't gonna sit alone in my hotel room after you left and we broke up. I was not gonna like cry into a pillow. I'm sorry. I was. I do that eventually, <laughs> but my first reaction was call Bill Maher and tell him that was the weirdest thing I've ever done. Wait, I never really? called Bill Maher about anything. I literally called Bill Maher. Because Bill knew Chris Nikki. and knows Chris. Uh, and so I was just like, we broke up. And he's like, wait a second, what? And, he, uh, and he's like, new, new rules. rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. You're, you you're going to get back together. No, he was he was very comforting and, and um, such a help. And I haven't talked to him since. I don't even know that he th- I don't even think he knows we're back together. <laughs> just wait until you break up again and then call him again. That's the next time you talk yeah. to him. I just knew he would have like a, I knew he wouldn't take my side and he would, cause he's, he's, he's fair and balanced. I mean, I feel like <laughs> Bill Maher never just does what you want. The liberals want. He doesn't do what the conservatives wants. He does what he wants. So it felt like the right person to call when I, cause I, if I would have called one of my girlfriends, I would have got, they would have taken my side and it would be like, <laughs> fuck him, you know, like all of that. And I needed someone who was going, who knew him, who was going to see his side of things. Oh, what did he say? Um, he was like, well, you know, I like him, but if this isn't going to work, it's not going to work. Like, it was very <laughs> sweet of like, I really liked you two together. And um, and I also spare all the details because it's not, uh, I don't think Chris would want me to share all of those. But it was just telling him about the reasoning. And he was just like, this is stupid. And so then, <laughs> and he cute. was right. It was stupid. And then we got back together. So it was fine. But um, yeah, he was. I want to make an attempt at armchair psychoanalyzing the reason why. I have two theories for low about my why, libido. Why your libido? I think why one, it's a dead sea down in my. I have a dead yes. sea. You have too much <laughs> salt in there. Dead cut. He's got to get out all the salt. There was no tingle down there. I felt Anya's <laughs> was burning off her. Like her. It, Did you shave before you went in? No, there? everyone says that it's inside. It's like mm. the water goes. Anya's also, here's another thing suck Nikki up does. The water. And I go, <laughs> what do you mean by that? She goes, suck it up. Nikki, into Nikki's and I go, like, my pussy is so. What tight. That is. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, it's. I think it's so cavernous. It, there's no sucking to be had. I oh, had no idea what that on. even meant. No, but you said it wasn't even inside you. I, but I tried. I don't even know what that meant to suck it up. I think it was already in. Like it's already a hole that like accepts things. Yeah, can you do that? <laughs> I, I guess. I think some Anya women said she can. could suck. It doesn't suck. It just do? goes in. Same with men. Like a lot of men have reported this. I had to go on Reddit what? and Google it. Yeah, she, Anya yes. was on her phone immediately. Immediately as, as we exited the sea. Also, I was like interviewing women that were English speaking in Israel. I'm like, excuse me, are you guys getting the burning? Oh, you're not. Okay. 
Uh, excuse me, are you guys getting the burning in the? Okay, no, you're not. No, either. you didn't ask anyone. <laughs> I thought about it, but I googled yeah. it, and um, it's like five percent of people have it, and it is a pH That's thing. Special. I love when I'm in a five percent group where there's like something. Well, I've I saw always something thought online this. That, there's some like like tendon that you have on your arm, and it was like fourteen percent of people don't have it, and I was oh, really? so mad when I had it. I always want to be in the. I always want to be minority. Well, I think this is why, like. I was shocked hearing that my girlfriends are just like willy nilly using soap like inside their vaginas. I'm like, ow, that hurts. So now it makes sense. Like stuff hurts You're go- going a in sensitive my sensitive person. I have a pH and so do many men where this that amount of salt is so basic, I guess. And we're acidic. So it it really fucks with your pH. And I don't think it's dangerous or bad. It's just highly. <laughs> you were excited. You were like you had pop rocks down there. You were like, oh, do you like feel that? that? And I go, I don't. I'm, no, I haven't felt something for a while. And oh, um, well, once it got no. in my eye, I was out. But it really makes you float so much. It feels like someone's pushing you out of the water. Like Nikki and I, our feet yes. were up. It was cool that you could not. Have you been um, to Israel, Brian? No. Have you been so? And you've been to the Dead Sea, Noah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was writing to Noah about everywhere we went. In Israel, <laughs> just like there was one moment in Jerusalem that shot. I was like, "Have you been to Jerusalem? Have you been to the Wishing Wall? What's it called? Wishing Wailing? The, the, the well, Western no, that's wall. derogatory. Western Wall. We can't say oh, Wailing for some reason. I think the Western Wall. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, but I was I was checking with Noah, but the Dead Sea. At, uh, like, <laughs> I do I like, mud? Did, did I need? Yeah, but like, it's it's nice to be able to have a, an anecdote about it and to say yes, I've been there, and to have that little. I'm not someone who. This reminds me of people who watch birds and then they just tick them off. I want to watch a bird because I think a bird is cute and I want to look at it and I want to go, hey, look at you, little guy. I don't want to just go like, oh, that was the red-breasted kookaburra or whatever. And then I go on to the next one. I think some people just like to collect. Like, I've been there. I can, And it's like, well, what did you do? Did you do anything there? Like... I can see things on Google Image. I don't understand. I'm so glad we went. went It was a bonding thing for us. And I and my vagina will never forget it. But the Uber right there was, I mean, it was an hour and 20 minutes, $500 to get there and back with a cab, which I I don't, most people cannot afford that. I don't think it would be worth it for most people to do that. But maybe to some people, to Chris, it, it definitely was. Like he cares about experiencing things and seeing things. I thought it was bonding for us. I think it was maybe one of the highlights of the trip was just like floating around in there and having some fun. Um, But it was just a body of water that was like, we could just put on floaties in the regular like Also, I had this vision that it was like going to be this beautiful coast and all the pictures I've seen, it's like sunny and gorgeous and incredible. It's like, Clear Lake, California. It was like plastic, dirty chairs with mud all over them, and just rocks. Yeah. Not like fresh Painful. sand. Like you're walking down, like you're like oh, walking on broken glass. Yeah. And uh. there's a guy screaming at people to like get away from the buoys and to not to go too far, far out. And like there, it's just it's not like relaxing. We went on a cloudy day too, but it was the temperature of the water was nice and all of that stuff. But um. There's uh, so Jerusalem, many things though. like that. Like, have you ever seen pictures of the pyramids? Uh, yes. And then you pull out, and it's like there's not even sand really around the pyramids. It's just I've heard it's a awful city going yeah. to the pyramids. 
but Chris really wants to go. I, <laughs> I will just say, I don't like going to places where I feel women are oppressed and have a different life than men. Yeah, they and segregate in, you going to the Western Wall. You cannot, first of all, you can't have a phone. You'll get immediately reprimanded. And then yes. women and men cannot be together going mm-hmm. to the Western Wall. And I... I don't like getting in trouble and I was following Chris to go up to the wall and they were like, no, 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 no. And I immediately was like, then I don't want to go to this at all. I'm walking away because I just was like, I don't know if I was offended by not being able to do something a man could do or like offended that I got in trouble. I also got in trouble because I my shorts were too short. So they they gave me a skirt. What? To you tie around my waist. Yeah. She came up and was like, you must wear this. And so I put on a skirt. And so I was just feeling like gross, judged, like slutty. Western whore, a Western <laughs> and the whore, Western yeah, whore. a wailing yeah. Western whore. Um, <laughs> and so I just like kind of got in that little mood of like, I don't even want to see this. I don't care about it at all. I have to go to the woman's side. That's like probably the shittier side. And there was this guy like hopping around, singing really like praying really loud, but he was like screaming. And like you guys went it, on Saturday. That's like dancing. the holiest day. I know. I get it, but Everything I could not understand. I really want to ask some people who know what they're talking about. This guy was jumping around singing so loudly and people were people who were in the inn, like they who knew because I could see how they were dressed like they were there for the right person. They were kind of laughing at him, but like letting it happen. But then one guy went up and was like, no, no, no. And like wagging his finger in his face and the guy kept like dancing. And and I said to Chris, what is this? He's so disruptive. It's so annoying whatever he's doing. But Chris said, if anything disruptive and disrespectful was happening there, they would shut it down immediately. So it must have been acceptable to pray in this way. But Mm -hmm. it seemed to me to be like a TikTok dance. And he was so loud and trying to get all the attention. And he seemed kind of crazy. I thought it was like a mental illness. So I, uh, if someone wants to write to me and explain what I was witnessing, this one guy. It was like the Holy Ghost, you know, when you're in uh, evangelical churches and you just get the spirit in you and then you start Yeah, because you didn't get enough attention as a kid and so you need it at this fucking religious site where everyone's being very respectful and like somehow you have to make it about you that's what I think was going on we have to go to break but I want to talk a little bit more about Jerusalem when we get back Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast in each episode Hacks creators Lucia Agnello Paul W. Downs and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right. So we go to the Dead Sea and then Anya leaves because she has to be at the shows earlier. We have a show that night. And then we go, Chris and I go to, we all go to Jerusalem. We have a nice lunch. That was a nice lunch. It was so fucking delicious. So like good. the best hummus, Israeli salad. I was like, this is insane. And it was just a hole in the wall place and one of the few places that was open. But yeah, that was, was one Saturday. of the best meals of the trip for me. That spicy Absolutely. sauce. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and then Chris and I walked around like churches and just, you walk around and it's like, it's very tunnel-y. You know, it's like old timey and the buildings are like so old and it's very, you know, tight, narrow corridors with tons of people selling shit from China. Like nothing is actually like made there. There's like and there's candies like out like imagine bulk candy that you find at like the sweet factory or I don't know. What what are some candy places in the mall? Like but they're just ginger, open air. It's gummies. almost like. Yeah, like peach rings, but it's like a whole thing of them, like they're apples, you know, and they're just out and there's pigeons flying around shitting everywhere. And it's like, (laughs) I can't even believe that people would buy. But um, and also I felt like a whore being there because I I was getting a lot of attention from the vendor men who Chris didn't even notice, but they were all like, hello. Like they would say it to me on the sly when I walked by. And Mm. I just felt like I was disrespecting something by being a woman in shorts i just felt like i uh, should be covered up and then i was mad about wanting to be covered up it was the same ire i felt when i went to a golf course in cabo with andrew and they immediately reprimanded me and said that i needed a collared shirt and i go this is the fucking patriarchy women don't own as many collared shirts this is something just to keep us out and to make your like am i gonna be a better golfer because of fucking collared shirt and what makes you think you're better why do you need college? Like dress codes are so dumb to me and mm. I don't respect them. And it makes, it makes me furious. Does that yeah. ignite anything in you guys? When did you feel that way Anya? when you were not allowed to be on the side of the met where the men were kissing I the wall or not, or I didn't it? go that to that. So I didn't experience that. I was kind of in my own blissful little, like whatever cloud of, Oh, this is so cool. I was like a juice guy and like in, enjoying the walk, but I enjoyed watching you get angry. Cause then it was like, <laughs> this, is, this is stuff I'm not noticing, you know? Right. You didn't notice fe- like, well, you were dressed in pants. 
Oh, right. And like a long shirt. I made the mistake of wearing like cut off shorts. Right. And I, I just didn't know any better. I didn't know. Chris said that when you were getting ready, he was like, you might want to bring something to cover up your arms. And immediately I was just like, then I don't want to go there. Like, I was like, mm. I, I don't respect anything that tells me to cover up. I right. don't care. Because there's a point where it's like, I get it. Like, it's someone's religion. I don't believe in that. And I don't respect it. And I think its purpose is to suppress, to oppress women. And so I don't have to feel okay about headscarves or whatever. And I know this is like, you're Islamophobic or whatever. It's like, no. I don't, I just don't like religion and I don't like, I don't like women being covered up. I just, of course, as there's what times if you where looked I'm like, at it as you're an American visiting another place and seeing their culture and like not imposing your will on someone else's culture. That's how I felt. I did feel like I was imposing my, I felt really, I felt like I don't want to be there. And I, and I, but I also, someone's culture, I don't think it's about culture. I think it's a, about oppression of women. I don't think it's like, we just like this because I don't think women actually like to be covered up. I think it's, that's my opinion. I think that if you might, like, sometimes I do wish I could wear a thing over my, my face and head. And, but I, we're getting into rocky territory that I'm not smart enough to debate. But I'm just saying, I don't respect oppression of women. And I don't need to. And it I made you places. uncomfortable. Yeah, it made yeah, and it made me feel and it made me feel bad. I did feel bad that I felt like I don't ever want any to make anyone feel uncomfortable. And I felt like I saw the women looking at me at like there was this one woman I caught her eyes and she was looking me up and down and I felt disgusting. And I felt so bad about who I was and that she that she I was making her uncomfortable. So there was a part of me being like, I'm not respecting their space and their culture and that's not was not my intention but i don't respect that part of it to be mm. honest with you was there no one else dressed like you you're the only one no no there were um, lots of uh westerners yeah, but i think not like no not wearing cut off shorts i didn't know because when you're in tel aviv it's all i mean i was dressed modestly for tel aviv right <laughs> But then Jerusalem, I didn't know what it would be like. And I just don't, um, yeah, I just felt, it felt like going to, I made a joke about it. It was like going to your grandma's house. You have to, <laughs> you can't touch anything. You feel weird in every space. Like you might like ruin something by touching it. Things kind of smell a little different. Like there's, it smells like church everywhere. And you, you feel like you're dressed like a whore. And she, and she tells you to put some clothes on. You know, like it just felt like I felt shamed mm -hmm. and um, and I felt shameful and I felt bad that I w could have been disrespecting these people who are like, God, and uh, there was, you know, I was obsessed with not coming off like an American who was just like, ah, it's my way or the highway. That's not how I'm that's not what I'm saying. I just don't like being um, told I can't do something because I'm a woman. Right. Or because of anything. And I just don't feel in telling me and not allowing me to have that opinion because then that makes me a racist or uh, uh, phobic of some kind of culture. It seems like a cop out for people to protect these things that need to be. Uh, we need to get rid of them, I feel. Well, like, perhaps you should have listened to your instinct at the beginning when it was like, um, well, if I have to do that, then I don't want to go. Exactly. But when you, you're right, I should have listened to that. But I am glad I saw it because it is 
I mean, we were like at the church where Jesus is like supposed to be like underneath it or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. He's supposed to be like buried underneath. Did, oh, did, yeah. I is that the tr- that. Where is Jesus? I don't know. I guess he was there. I guess I was like walking all around. He, all I know is that he was in the cave and then on Easter he came out of the cave and then nobody talks about, or at least I feel like. Nobody yeah, where he ended what up. Happened. Yeah, what happens after that? Where's that three? <laughs> He's in heaven. Yeah, what crematorium did he end up in? There's no body. Yeah, it, was, it, it it disappeared because he Christ has disappeared. Oh yeah, yes, right. dude. Then what the fuck was Chris talking about? He said he was underneath all the <laughs> bricks and stuff. He well, was under because people kept he was telling talk, everybody kissing that. this like um like little. There was this like area that was like almost had water on it, and the women were wiping it down and then kissing it and then oh, yeah. wiping it down again and kissing it. The sepulcher? I don't know. The, oh, the Church oh, of the Holy word. Sepulcher. There, that's he just that word is like. Jesus was horny. I just got horned. Yeah. I don't need testosterone when you hear the word <laughs> sepulcher. Uh, we need to hear Brian's theory. What well, my theory? What about, about what? About why Nikki is losing her sex drive. Oh, I started, I've, but you didn't finish. Yes, I armchair, armchair psychoanalyze uh, Nikki with no professional experience whatsoever. I have two theories. <laughs> yeah. Theory number one yeah. is that potentially you equate horniness or it you equate horniness with anxiety like there's an overlap of anxiety and horniness so you need to manufacture some anxiety in your relationship in order to get horny yeah that's not not true that's a good point when we were driving to the dead sea chris said he had been there before and i go what slut did you go there with just jokingly you know, just because I, I I knew that when he was like over there last time, he was kind of dating some women. And so mm. I, I said, what skank did you bring there? And he was like, oh, she's a nice girl, actually. And I was like, wait, really? And so he's showing me pictures of them. And there was a picture where she was like kissing his cheek and stuff like they were like a couple um, back then. And it was like exactly five years ago to like the day almost. Wow. And I was just like, then I looked up in my calendar, like, what was I doing that day? And I'm like, oh, I was texting with some guy who fucking <laughs> didn't like me. And I was, because all that day was, I went to the day in my, in my photos and it was just screenshots of texts from this guy <laughs> and me sending them to Noah and Anya being like, yeah. do you think he likes me? He was like on our radio show that day and like we had a vibe, but then he was like giving me the runaround. So it was like, it was funny to, I always like to see like what I was doing the day of. You're not wrong. So that actually, when I saw this girl, and she was not a slut she was like so she wasn't a slut I was saying slut in a funny way like because I was feeling like a slut that day and, and I just like to it's just funny for me to to be like one of these women who thinks anyone their boyfriend was with before was just a whore like that's just it's like a funny Chris laughs sure. because obviously I don't think that at all but she was actually really nice and he's like she's one of the only people I've dated I think in the past 10 years besides you that it's like a real person he was like she's like a person you would like bring home to your family she wasn't just like you know, a, a fling kind of thing. And, um, and that really ignited something in me. There was like something I, I did. I was like, okay, like, cause I was jealous and I was excited that like, there was someone else out there who like once, like I could tell she like kind of was falling in love with him on that trip. Like they were having, like they were mudding each other up and like floating around and she looked so good in a swimsuit and he looked really cute and he was just doing certain things. I was like, Oh, he liked her and she liked him. And so it got me a little bit aroused. Yeah. So maybe that's true. I it's um, connected. So now, now all you got to do is figure out how you can, you manufacture that on the fly. Yeah. just, he just needs to pull up pictures of him <laughs> and his exes, like having fun or like, I just need to feel some sort of, um, 
threat of like I'm gonna lose him like the breakup threat you're saying like I like when he like will be like comment on a girl on TV or something or just show interest in someone else or I just want to hear about I mean I've always been open about like I like to hear about his like past stuff because it gets me riled up and it doesn't get me like angry um and Noah even talked about the subject because she sent me um a text about the song the Taylor Swift song all of the girls you've loved before oh yeah and it's a song that Taylor Swift released that's a, a vault track from the Lover album, but it's a new release. And it's about all of the women that the guy she's with currently, not Matt Healy, but the guy, Joe, who she was with. I think it's about Joe. I assume it was. Um, how like every girl from his past led her him to her. Is that what you got from it, Noah? Yeah. And how like these guys that we've dated in the past, we kind of made them better for the next person. And, it, and yes. she could be the one that they end up with. Yes. Um, Every dead end street led you straight to me. Now you're all I need. I'm so thankful for all of the girls you loved before. But I love you. She throws that one in and then she goes, but I love you more. She like has to win at the end. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I like that part because I like that song you are, it's such a good song. Um, so yeah, maybe you're right. It's connected to anxiety. Number two. I have a second oh, theory. Oh, okay. I let's have go. Two theories. Pillars. Uh, number two is uh, <laughs> maybe, you know how you talk about how you perform better when you're being watched? Yes. When you get, when you go through a breakup, you kind of, even though maybe it's not true, you kind of have this aura about your life that you're being watched or you wish your ex was watching everything you do. So once you get broken up with, you probably perform your entire life at a heightened level because of the opportunity for your ex to potentially see that. Yes. That's That's exciting. You, you, Oh, you go into this mode of like, if he were to see, I need to be thriving right now. Yes. And you just immediately start living like that. Like, uh, I can't, I don't go into like, I'm sad. I'm going to cry all day. I go into like, let's get the next thing going. Let's not the next guy, but like, let's switch it up. Let's like, let's have, let's have life again. So yeah, yeah, that might be connected. And the voyeuristic thing of like, someone could be watching, even though I'm not someone who like, likes to have sex and, and have people watching. I think that is really grosses me out. I would, you would think that I would be someone that would be into that. But I am not. Yeah. Um, no, you break up and then all of a sudden you're like constantly kayaking. Yeah. Your ex, your ex messages you on Instagram like, I didn't know you kayak. And you go, oh, yeah, I kayak all the time. You didn't know that? Yes. Like, yes. I think about that all the time. Like, you know, after the initial grief period, everybody kind of gets their shit together when they get broken up with. That's when people or when they have affairs. They start working out. They take up that mm-hmm. project they were putting off forever. I made my first album during a breakup like to get out of a mm. depression. And I, I started a record label and I started record. I assembled a band and I began recording all in a 24 hour period of being completely bedridden and depressed for weeks. Right. And I was just like, I'm done with this shit. And then I had a, a label and a PO box and a band and like a, a date on the books to start recording. Yes. I think that happens a lot. Like when I lose a job or I lose something, it puts me into action mode of like, okay, fill up that that space that that was taking up. Prove to them that I'm not that I I can do things. It like it, it puts you in action. This is depressing to me. 
being in a solid relationship. I don't yeah. like it because then I want to start a band. I want to do things that are thrilling. You that would. like make that I want to take up kayaking. I, well, I don't really, but I wish I was the kind of the person that wanted to, I want to do those things. So being in a relationship, I wish I did realize on this trip that Chris and I have different goals on vacation. We like to do different things and I would feel a lot of guilt when I didn't want to do the things that he wanted to do, because in mm. my mind, he is thinking, I want to share these experiences with someone. And she's not, she doesn't like this stuff. And you certainly don't want to fake it. And, and cause then I was having a little bit of the, this thing that I used to have with my mom. It's so funny how our relationships reflect exactly how we had these same things in our childhood. My mom used to, when she's, horrible to shop with because she can't get out of a store she'll check out and then on the way out we would have to we would literally flank her so that she couldn't see the racks on the way out because she would find something on the way out and go wait hold let me just look at these shorts well look at these well this is these are oh though that's like she then we we couldn't get out of the fucking store so i always hated shopping with my mom because it would take so long i would be so bored in like the women's casual section like it was always just like boring women's uh, you know in lord and taylor or whatever or value city wherever we would be and um and my mom always used to go like all right nick we get it you want to go and i go like i'm not doing anything i'm not i'm just standing here like i didn't know what to do with my body to because i knew it would make her mad if i showed that i was bored so i wouldn't i wouldn't ever like complain about it because that was not going to work. My mom would only get like really mad if you got mad at her. It, that didn't solve anything. I tried that obviously for years. So the next thing would be just wait it out. Just get through it. You know, like she's looking at racks of clothing. Just wait. And so s- me just standing there, she'd be like, I get it, Nick. I just hear the racks like, <laughs> okay, I'm going as fast as I can. I get it. You're miserable. And I go, I don't know what I'm doing. Like what? And she'd be like, your arms are crossed. We get it. And I'd go, like I don't know how to stand mom to let you know that I don't care take your time and so I I, Chris does not have that attitude with me that my mom used to have of like we get it you're trying to set a bad mood but like I fell into that in Jerusalem because I wanted to leave I got I was upset that we were no longer in a section that I could even we were we were in the women's casual section again (laughs) except that it was the men's casual and we you're not allowed to be there as a woman (laughs) I felt like I was in the wrong section I didn't want to be there anymore I wanted to leave but I also didn't want him to sense that I wanted to leave so I was trying to do the thing where it's like what do you do with your body when you don't care whether or not you, you gotta know, your start boyfriend's looking at dancing postcards. like a maniac. That's what that guy was <laughs> yes. doing. Yeah, that guy would have He just didn't want people that. to know that he wanted doing to leave. an impression of someone praying. Um, do you ever do that where you go, you're so... Like, I remember one time I really liked this guy and I found out he had a girlfriend. It was like the second I found out he had a girlfriend, right? And I had been waiting and hoping so badly he didn't have one. And then he he says, he says, you know, Oh yeah, we have a dog. And I was just, I mean, I had had a crush on this guy for weeks and, and I had not asked him anything about his personal life because I did not want to know that he had a girlfriend, which I thought he probably had, but like I could live in this denial area where it was like, I could still, I can't fantasize at night about this guy anymore if he has a girlfriend. But my best part of my life at that time in my life was going to sleep because I would just fantasize about us being together. So it was, he was going to steal. If he had a girlfriend, it was going to steal 
the, the, the hope and the fantasy. And he says, we have a dog. So I've told this on this podcast before, but he says, we, yeah, we have a dog and I'm, you know, I have a joke about it, but I was like, please live in a group home or with your mom (laughs) or like some kind of like, maybe this is an insane asylum where you guys have like a dog at the, you know, front desk or something, anything other than a girlfriend. And of course he, he goes through his phone and he's like, and we're in a group of people and he hands me the phone to see his dog. And I had to go like search the recesses of my brain to go. How does one respond to seeing a girl? If, if like Brian Frangie were to show me, this is my girlfriend and my dog. How would I act? <laughs> right. If I wasn't in love, secretly in love with this person, like you go, and I oh co- shit, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like oh god damn it. Like, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> what am I gonna jerk off to tonight? Yeah, that's my classic girlfriend dog response. <laughs> but I just remember getting the phone and just going oh like I didn't say anything <laughs> who doesn't say something when you see someone's dog for the first time someone who you've been like cordial with for a while I wanted to say nice dog but mean his girlfriend when I said it that would have been my like that would have been a win for me to be like oh my god what a cute dog yeah. and be talking about the girl like I know it's in my head it's like when I'm someone's rude to me at Starbucks and I go have a good one and they don't know that I mean death yeah you Maybe that dog's got beautiful hair you're just really honest. I'm a bad liar. Who's that? That's a Billie Eilish song. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I am. I, I, I definitely know I'm a bad liar. Oh, my eyes dart a- around all <laughs> over the place. I start like getting sweat. My asshole tightens. Um, I can't suck up any dead water. I know. Seat. Did you get any salt water up there? Yeah, I'm not a good liar. I don't think I'm. And that, what a great quality to have. It is. I, I like that I can't lie. Oh, lying. I just get just quiet. Awful. Yeah, and that's why hard. I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, but I just remember this like, <laughs> and, and that was what I was trying to do in Jerusalem was like, how does one stand when they're okay being somewhere? And I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't do it. I was just, he, Chris quickly got the memo of like, okay, we can go. And I was like, no, 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 we can keep, it's fine. And like, it's like, I'm lying. No, I want to go, babe. I want to go. But I did feel I did feel like Noah, you had a little of that you said, maybe you don't want to get into it on your trip of like, maybe Avi could be having a better time with someone else. Yeah. Someone who can like hike 14 miles with him and then camp <laughs> for three days <laughs> and then go back up. But what would you tell me about this circumstance of like, I want, I feel like Chris wants a better travel companion than I can give him because he never said that by the way, never once indicated it. He, if I ever wanted to stay in, he would be fine with it. Um, but there's only so much of that that w- someone can take and then eventually they want a divorce even though we're not married. And that's okay. my fear. So this is something um, that Avi and I had a conversation about also as we like did a debriefing of our trip. And um, you just, first of all, you learn as you go. So you have these trips and you realize how you each like to travel and then you just have to like meet in the middle. I told him I'm never going to be like your friend Mike and go hiking with you for like five days and come out looking like we've been like bushwhacked or something. Right? Like it's just it's just not going to happen. I, I'm not. So gonna Mike's also not going to suck your dick in a courtyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. After you hiked 14 miles with him. <laughs> exactly. He's not going to give you a handy when you go back to the hotel. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we just have to like meet in the middle, and you know, he has even though he denies that he had any expectations of what we were going to do, he he kind of did. 
and we weren't able to do mm-hmm. what he was expecting and um you know both of us we just have to like take ownership of um you know where i get frustrated and and i don't want to you know i just kind of like huff and puff and don't want to do something i have to be a little bit more open and he has to not put these expectations on me and um you know the more i realize is like he can have trips with his guy friends or his friends and do all these things and be happy in that way and we can have our trips where we both bond and have a good time in our own way where there's no impo- like imposition of expectations on each other that's a nice that, that yeah, a nice compromise uh because i i feel like i i always just want to give in to what he wants to do and then that's not going to be fun because i'm going right. to end up building resentment and yes but i also feel like if i always do what i do and i don't give it's like I'm not always going to give in to what he does. I do say, "Hey, babe, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go back. I like to. I need a nap before the show." But I do feel like I miss out on certain things, and I feel like enough of those things add up that he'll start building resentment. But guess what? It's none of my fucking business if he does, and he can tell me if he does. And if he doesn't tell me, then that's you know, then that's also his business. Right. Like I can't control what he feels, and I can't jump to conclusions about how he is feeling. What you're doing um, is much better than the alternative, which is a lot of people will just become their partner. Yes. And then all of a sudden oh, they're like, I love hiking. I hike all the time. I'm going to yes. hike. And then you have all these new clothes and stuff. <laughs> then you break up and you never hike again. Yeah. It's like, what happened to the hiking? And it's like, oh, uh, I guess I just got over it. I still did things, a lot of things I didn't want to do. Let me just say, because I know, because I want to be the type of person who does want to walk around Vienna. And but see it's your partner like, showing you stuff. Do you regret doing a lot of those things? No, no, I don't. Because he did show me a lot of cool things. But I still don't get the allure of travel. I still mm. don't get it. I don't. I, I, you, you see one old building. You kind of seen them all. Like you've seen one cathedral. You, you, or like I think virtual reality headsets are going to really open up a world to me that yeah. is going to accomplish exactly what I feel like in all these places, which is like, I just see something with my eyes. I don't have anything tangible from it that I can remember or reflect on. I just get to, this is just bragging rights and it feels yeah. as pointless as I do believe sports are because <gasps> sports. I also feel like, <laughs> yeah, no, not sports. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I get, listen, I'm jealous that people want to travel and love traveling. I wish I felt this way about it, but I feel the same way about sports. I wish that I got excited about a world series that I know in uh, next season is going to mean nothing anymore. And it's just going to be, it's going to be forgotten. And now all that matters is this moment. And when they fail in this moment, everyone's going to be mad at them and not even give a shit about what they accomplished before. You know, but like isn't it's this just what life is. That's yes. life, Nikki. <laughs> so All your why whole do life we have moments. to fly places and stay, <laughs> spend twenty hours on a plane, and go through customs and lug luggage and okay. wait for luggage and exchange money and have to figure out the rates and 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 go eat foods that you don't it's really like and have to drink Starbucks do that doesn't taste the same as the Starbucks <laughs> where you like at the Starbucks that you like. Like these are the things that I. When I, you're but on I'm your glad. deathbed. Yeah. All you're going to have are your memories. Mm-hmm. And people you got you got to just unless you have Alzheimer's My you can't remember anything. My best memories are laughing with friends in a sedentary position. <laughs> <laughs> it's my best memories. Our dinners and laughs. What was your favorite around. part of the last 2 weeks? 
That's what, a great or question. What are some visions in your head that pass through when you think of the last two weeks in Europe and beyond? Getting to go to bed at night. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And, oh, and love having the day be done. That's always what I look forward to. The walk to the car. Noah said it before. Like the hike is the 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 best. Or was that you, Noah? The best yeah. part of the hike is when you see your car. Like I like seeing <laughs> my bed. That t- going back to my hotel with my boyfriend, getting to sleep in a bed next to him, getting to be on our phones and look at all the things that happened on Reddit that day and laugh <laughs> with each other and go, "Hey, like, did you see this?" And then hold up my phone and Chris kind of looks at it and is like. <laughs> Like that's my, those are my favorite things. The nice hotels, the, um, and then eating Uh, all the the meals. I, Chris and I had a really good meal in Tel Aviv. Um, Anya and I had some really just getting coffee with Anya or tea with Anya, like having girl talks, getting the massages, even though that was not that comfortable. (laughs) The massages that we got in, um, where were we? Uh, Helsinki, Stockholm, Helsinki. Yes. Helsinki, heaven floaty. That was my life. (laughs) (laughs) The best massage was the foot massage in um, Amsterdam. (gasps) Two in a row. Oh, God. It was amazing. Tibetan massage. And and that was so good. It's like, I've had the best. I can't go back. And then we go, then we're like, we're getting massages everywhere we go. We go to Helsinki and these Thai women (laughs) put us in a room together. (laughs) And then they And I want a foot massage because I do not want to be intimate. I just like feet. I don't want to get totally undressed. I don't want them touching my whole body. I realize I have. Good like boundaries. a traumatic a response to a full body massage. I don't as like it. As you should. As you should. You, as you <laughs> should. No, I, I don't know that I should. I don't know what the fuck happened to me, but I just do not. I feel deeply uncomfortable the whole time. It, it, I, sometimes I fall asleep and I wake up and I'm like startled that someone's touching me. And then I'm like, oh, I just slept through so much of the money I spent and I didn't uh-huh. even feel how good that felt. And then I start feeling guilt and then they start beating you up at the end. Just... <laughs> They're just so mad but at you, you and they good. started you hitting didn't you. let her take your clothes off and you didn't let her massage your hair, which is your phobia. You were like, no hair, no yeah. hair, no hair. And then she, they always laugh when I say no hair. And then um, no head, no head. But I, they definitely were doing some stuff to me. I did not care for. I didn't like that massage. And I'm a pushover. I'm a pushover. I let them take all my clothes off. The next thing I know, I'm like, okay, fine. And then I'm right next to my best friend, completely naked, and a Thai woman is grabbing both arms behind my body. I'm on my stomach. I'm three feet above Nikki, naked as a jaybird. I'm just like. I don't want this. <laughs> oh, I would never mind being naked around you. Are you modest like that? Well, I guess I I've never seen you naked. I don't. Yes, you have, but I don't want I to don't just be like greased up and nude, like, uh, and then she drops me and then pulls me up again. Uh, and I'm like, ah, and I'm like in a gross position, like completely naked. I might as well be hovering over Nikki's body completely nude. That's how close I was. You didn't see that? No, I, uh, I was just like, please no. let her be asleep. Please let her be asleep. Oh, I wasn't the whole time. I'm just fuming because this massage is so light and so fast, fast uh, and light. The no, two worst no. things in a massage. F- fucking athletic and naked and painful. Wasn't she like rubbing her vagina on your like no. heel? Oh yeah, no. She starts and she's like, take off your clothes, and then her entire vulva is on my heel. Wow. Uh. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> I think I would have liked that. That's Honestly, it would have been more made. pressure than the woman was giving me. Mine was just light and fast. Oh, she was that's too the fast. Worst. And I just kept, I thought she was warming me up because you know, sometimes when they're doing a massage, they warm yes. you up. Yeah. And yes, so they just course. do it like fast and light. And then the warm up was taking like 15 minutes. Oh, and I was no. like, oh no. She, no. And then she switches legs. And I'm like, maybe she's warming the other one up too. And then she'll go back to that one. I know. No, that was the massage. Oh, terrible. And and do you wet. know why I think they hit you? Because they hate you. Because I'm a dumb white bitch that's coming in and they don't want to be doing this. I don't think most people working, and maybe I'm wrong, this is another way I can get canceled on this podcast today about racial insensitivity, but I do believe most people working at Chinese and Thai massage places, it's a family business and they're kind of like not, it's not their passion to massage people. You know what I mean? But you know what's worse than than someone who's it's not their passion to massage someone who is it is their passion to massage that <laughs> bugs me too I've gone to a lot of white men whose passion is massage uh, and it does not feel comfortable I do not like that either that gets too sensual one guy made me I told you I think I told about this in St. Louis I went to a guy and he made me do a post-mortem about the massage after I got dressed he came back in and was like now you uh, I want you to think about while you're getting dressed what you liked and what you didn't <sighs> like and I really want some feedback and I'm like I want to get the fuck out of here because yeah. I didn't like any of it and I'm going to have to come up with a lie for oh. you about what you can what I did like. It was terrible. And that was supposed to be a relaxing massage. I should have told him the, the feedback. <laughs> yes, it was supposed to be amazing like an, an expensive massage too. I mean, this guy was a white guy that went to school for it. This wasn't something a family less business. relaxing than giving someone feedback on their work. Oh my god. And I'm not let me just say I don't think everyone that works in a Asian massage like a, a, a family run like a massage place where you go in and everyone's Asian I don't think all of those people are indentured servants but I think some of them are and mm. I don't think they all want to be doing it and I could be wrong but do you ever get that sense on you which is of why we like do. to tip a lot <laughs> yes okay we gotta uh, go to break but let's do um, Reddit dump when we come back um, and uh, I'm wondering if I have anything else to say that will could get this ca- podcast cancelled um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll, sure I'll come up with something we'll be right back after this Hacks is back for season 3 and so is the official Hacks podcast in each episode Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right. So um, let's do Reddit. Before we get into that succession finale. I can't talk about it. I won't talk. I won't say anything. Okay. I won't say anything. Can I just. I'm going (laughs) to. For myself. (laughs) So you haven't watched it. You're like three three episodes episodes behind. behind. Okay. Well, I will not say anything. This is not. This will not be a spoiler. We didn't need the spoiler horn. Take it back. Okay. okay, thank oh you. It's like that was the sound of your vagina yeah. in the Dead Sea. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I will say that I am satisfied. Oh, to quote um, D from Clueless, I am satisfied, and um, I will also say that I could. I I didn't get to watch it live when I was in Israel. I tried. Uh, it didn't work. Um, and I had to, I watched it as soon as I landed in Newark with Chris and we, on our layover, we went through, had to, you know, get our bags, recheck them. I got clear. So I just zipped through. Chris has to get in the TSA line. He doesn't even have TSA pre. It didn't print on his thing. So he's in the line for an hour. Oh, all God. we're looking forward to, all we want to do oh. is watch is we can't wait. Cause we have a three hour layover. So we're watching it at gate 71 in Newark. And we're just like, mm, and then we had to board our flight and then we watched the, the last of it. Um, on the plane home and it was what it's it was it was awesome and um i loved it and i have read like a million things about it since then and it's become kind of my whole you know purpose in life is dissecting it and um yeah and i just i i saw a lot of theories about how the show would end one in particular a bestie sent me and um, you didn't see that, did you, Anya? I didn't show you that one. No. Okay, I want to just say that one was right on the money. Good job to that person who sent me that theory. And um, it's so you just would the best say acting that it ever. Stuck the landing. The, the whole series stuck the landing. I I, w- I would say that, and you okay. know, it was funny because uh, I was reading. If you watch Succession and you watch Game of Thrones, there was this meme that was really Ugh. funny. That was like, if it's if we know HBO how they end their you know best series. And it showed that Greg, who's this kind of ridiculous character, was obviously going to become the king because didn't that isn't that how a Game of Thrones ended? Is this a spoiler yeah. alert? No, even no, worse. no. Okay. I'm not. Uh, you think I'm that stupid? No. Okay, I'm not. I'm not giving. But <laughs> Greg is certainly not the king. Oh, no. oh, because I've heard that theory. Okay. N- no, that's for people who don't know what they're talking about. There's okay. no way Craig could become the the king. There's no way. But if they were, that was kind of a joke circulating of like they they botched it so bad on um 
the Game of Thrones. No, but if, yes, if Succession ended like Game of Thrones, then the main then Greg, guy would have come back from the dead. He would have set the whole town <laughs> on fire, and then all the characters that you thought were good would start having sex with each other and then die in a collapsed wall. <laughs> Wait, which, were you when, it ga- when Game of Thrones <laughs> ended? I mean, did you were cry? You, insane. Were you like ready to just turn off the TV or were you like, I guess I'm going to see this through? Like, wh- wh- And it was this, and it wasn't just the last episode. I mean, I think the whole t- last two seasons from what Gre- uh, Greg, would, from what Chris says were so bad that it was like everyone couldn't believe it. It, you know what? I, I was just rushed and I blame, uh, you know, Benny Off and Weiss, the, the, <laughs> the co showrunners and co creators, because rat, they, they didn't want to do it anymore. They were like, we can wrap this up in 12 episodes. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You've got two entire books to get through. You can't wrap it up in 12 episodes. But rather than do what people with other franchises do, which is just say, you know what? I'm going to hand this off to other uh-huh. showrunners and they can do it for as long as they want. They were like, we're going to wrap it up ourselves. And I mean, I just I feel like if they handed it off, it could have gone for another five seasons. And instead of it being rushed and all the characters undermined and ending with a stupid conflagration of nonsense, it would have been good. It it could also become like Walking Dead, where it went on for way too long. And then like the later seasons were shit. But I do feel like it had a better chance of succeeding because Benioff and Weiss were like, we're going to go do Star Wars now. We don't want to do more Game of Thrones. Yeah. They were also over the it. actors. The actors didn't want to do it anymore either. What like, the uh, fuck? Why would you not want to do yeah. this show that is like the best show? Because it, it's, I guess, it's a lot of work and it's, it's a lot of being years. like cold and in a lot of makeup. Oh my and like God, in these really nightmare. weird locations, like in Russia and like just being not that Russia's weird, but like <laughs> here we go again. But like just being in places far from their family, like on lo- like shooting of show sucks. Kind yeah. of a lot well, of times. Imagine you do it for ten years in too. the dark. And I don't you leave your coffee him. cup on set and it's the biggest fucking plot line the whole show. <laughs> but no, Succession ended perfectly. My only thing is I'm going through a mourning period of my favorite thing that I've had this year is gone away and I need a new thing. And on the girls chat, they're like, I love the show Made. I'm just doing it with Carlisle. <laughs> Made was so good. There's no show on Netflix that will replace this for me. So if you have any ideas of um, a book, the books are the only thing that will do do what this show did to me in terms of like how immersed I got in it. Maybe the show Six Feet Under, maybe The Wire. I know the shows that I could get into that would g- give me the same kind of thrill. I already did Mad Men. I'm probably going to start that again. Let me what just say Rich's Gemstones, that's coming back. I think you'd I like saw... The Americans. Yeah, maybe The Americans. It's really well done. I watched The Whale Okay. <gasps> on the way home. Can't believe oh. it. I thought you'd never watch that. Well, Chris and I, Chris gave me two options, Grand Budapest Hotel or The Whale. Oof. And Okay. I'll take I, The Whale. That's I said like I want to do the choice. I know, right? Um uh Sofa's choice because Here, I chose my the man on the sofa of the whole movie. <laughs> the Grand the whale. Budapest Hotel. Oh, okay. Anyuta, I saw it. I didn't understand a single thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's your mom in a lot of circumstances. Not a single thing. Thing. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't either. I watched okay. it. I didn't understand a damn thing. That's okay, the so I'm glad I didn't movie, choose right? that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe okay. that dog's one. I saw the Wes- dog cartoon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is 2014 film. 
Yeah. 2014, that could 20, have been no, his no, last no. Wasn't one. Wasn't it just a second ago? Okay, I'm confusing it. Sorry, I'm confusing it with the one in France or somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm really fucked up. I don't know what I'm talking right. about. That was the, but that was the Grand Paris Let me just say I chose Paris the whale. Hotel. Okay. The whale sucks. <laughs> it <laughs> sucked. Every, I would rather watch Free Willy. How was Brendan Fraser's performance? Times. Great. Amazing. Right? Okay. He's great. But this movie is not Oscar worthy. Give me a fucking break. He's choking on a hoagie every three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he's pounding his chest. He's wheezing. It is porn for people who like, like hate fat people. And I, mm. Lindy West wrote an amazing piece that I've obviously been inspired by and have watched this with a, a discerning eye. But L- Lindy West is a fat activist and she's incredible, great writer, but she hated the movie. And I read her piece before I saw it and I already read everything about it that hated it. So I was already set up to hate this, but it was an eye roll fiesta. It was just, oh. it was just, um, fat gore like it was just like anyone who just wants to believe that fat people are just so disgusting and like it was just uh, it it didn't deal with it as a um addiction which it, it clearly is as much as i wanted it to everyone's just mad at him the whole time it was a cheap movie to make because he doesn't leave his home it never leaves the home there were some interesting like characters that appeared and like the i'm just tired of the plot line of the bratty daughter can we please give this up of like the daughter who's just like no, dad, you suck. And like, I'm not doing that. Fuck you. Like, I can't anymore. Just how about we get a cooperative daughter, a daughter who are all teenage daughters like this? I mean, they must be. I was kind of a cunty when I was like that. But it's not interesting anymore. And also, like, I we guess get it. This, you don't want to watch me eat my sandwiches anymore. Yeah, it, I, I feel like it's me being fat phobic. That is not the case here. I thought it was I thought it was mean. Right. spirited mm. i thought it um it didn't get into like i, the, I just it just didn't do it, uh, episodes of intervention or my 600 pound life are much more interesting than the show if you really want to kn- know what the pain of like the fat uh, person's uh you know the a per- person who's about to die's from being fat's existence is like it's just like this was um so is it was this just, the thing that brought brendan fraser back or is there something yes. else no i think it was this the affair kind of started his career back he was really great in the affair he's amazing oh. he every performance was great in this except the, the woman that was his friend who was just like mad all the time just like stomping around it was just if you've seen it you'll know what i'm talking about she's just like stop doing that oh don't don't eat that oh, don't God. do that oh fuck you get out of here like she's just mad all the time there in uh, darren aronofsky that one movie he did the mother where they like crack a baby in half at the end like it's just oh, like it was awful yeah. i mean that that movie was actually interesting but it ends it's the same movie it really is kind of the same movie okay <laughs> final thought let's get to reddit dump this is your Reddit dump. All righty. Okay. I saved some good stuff. Let's get to it. Um, um, okay. This is from Ask Reddit. It says, what are some girl secrets guys don't know about? What? Um, Ooh. What mm. are some girl secrets that guys don't know about? Okay. Someone said, selecting the right tampon is a gamble every time. Too small for the flow and you can feel it try to fall out as you walk because it's heavy. Too big for the flow and you'll be faced with pulling out a particularly dry wad. Oh, so painful. Yeah, that's a girl's secret for sure. 
Sure, but that guys don't know about. Or, yeah, you, or that, you don't know about that. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. No. How did you like that guys? Fart? That guys would love to know or something. It's just the guys have no idea about. Yeah, I guess that's uh, that's it. Yeah, okay, girls' okay. Se- secrets, like just things that are happening in our bodies and in our hearts and our pussies that you yes. have no clue about. <laughs> um, how to do a silent fart? I mean, everyone, everyone should be able to that, figure right? that one out. But you found that out way too late, right? No, no, I've I know how to do those. Since I've been doing those your whole life, probably. Well, maybe like in my teens, I was like, oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just pull it. To they the don't side. always work that way because sometimes your asshole is like, nope. Yeah, or, this is an inside job. <laughs> I took a forty a forty week seminar on how to do that. You know, you know what Plus it is, right, Brian? $5, you just pull your no, ass cheeks apart. So oh, that it's oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess not. That's a, that is a secret I didn't know. I think really? men don't uh-uh. know how men how often women are getting something done to their face, but I don't know if that's yes. a secret. But I think many more women are doing many more things than you have any idea about. Same with makeup. Mm. Just go Google Blake Lively's nose. <laughs> Everyone just do that because I'm so tired of her being like l- lauded as the just natural beauty. Just see what's what's happened throughout the years. And 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 don't ever compare anyone to her because they're all yeah I think that's another thing and I'm not outing her it's a very clear nose job I see nose jobs everywhere I can sp- I'm so good at spotting them now you can because I, sniff I them want out. one so bad <laughs> yeah I think I'm gonna get one pretty soon I just love them I think they're co- I think they're like I'm starting to look at them like a cool haircut. <laughs> Like, that's how shameful it should be. It shouldn't be something that's shameful. You want to fix your fucking nose because you want to look better? Why is it okay to wear makeup to look better? Why is it okay to cut your hair to look better? Why is it okay to get your roots done to look better? But it's somehow you have to lie about having a nose job. I'm not going to lie about mine because you will be able to tell. I didn't like how Jennifer Gray lost her whole career because she got a nose job because everyone was so mad at her and disappointed. And it was almost like it wasn't because she wasn't cute anymore or a good actress anymore or we liked you so much better when you looked like this. It was honestly like we're going to punish you because we know you've done something that's vain. Yeah, it's a different Mm. time now. I feel like people wouldn't care at all. They would reward her okay well, I thought wait the whole thing was it it made her look unique and then when she did the nose job she no longer had the, the unique look that the people were I, looking for yeah maybe that's it but i really feel like it was a shame-based like yeah. ostracization yeah, because it was like, so look obvious what she did and everyone else does very faint work okay mm-hmm. this is one for um anya this girl said, our vaginas are so acidic, they can bleach underwear. A lot of girls who own black panties will know what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. I've never bleached underwear I've, before. I don't think mine bleaches it, but maybe I'm just not okay. noticing. I know that like when I do those boric acid suppositories, here's a secret. Women sometimes use these boric acid suppositories that are great if you're prone to yeast infections or, you know, just have that not so fresh feeling. And there's a great company that makes some. And when I have used those and then I wake up in the morning. you never told me about this? Oh. I've never heard of a board. Because you don't have oh. yeast. You're not prone to that stuff. But I would tell you in a heartbeat if you had a yeast infection. Okay, so you do. I you throw it up them board. myself. I've never even heard you tell other, like we've been in conversations. Oh, yeah, with, I've never heard and I talk life. about it a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bor- okay. Boric acid suppositories. They kill them fat. They kill a yeast infection fast and just clear things up if you're feeling weird. Anyway, in the morning, however, the suppository will have like 
you know, come apart. And boric acid, by the way, is fatal if you ingest it orally. Just saying, don't let your dogs or cats or anything like near your underwear go down but on you. It you, will disintegrate yeah. your underwear, the stuff. That, that's okay. what I learned. I was like, why do my underwear have holes in the crotch? And it's because of that. Yeah, the word acid it might have given that away. Okay, if you have long hair, you will def be pulling hair out of your butt crack after you shower. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that happens all the time. All you the found time. like a long hair. Sometimes it like does a tourniquet around my clit. <laughs> like it's like it's spun around it and I like tug a hair and it will like tug my vagina. Oh my God. Okay, this is another one. No clue when our periods end. We often just kind of go, fuck it, I'm done with this and decide it's done yeah. when it's about to end. That's really funny. We do do that. There's no like, you don't, like something, a seed doesn't pop out, yeah. fall out and you go, it's over or a flag is, that would be cool. falls out. Like at the yeah. end of a Mario uh, yeah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> there's nothing. It just you just kind of you take a gamble. You you almost just hope it's over. Yeah. And so you you send a message to your vagina like we're done by going. I'm gonna free ball it. Yeah, nothing. Just yes. to send a message like we're done. Like to almost will it, and then you ruin your underwear. And then a day um, and a half later, it's like JK. Here's a little pink spotty. Oh yeah, it comes back. Um. We sometimes get a random pain in the boob and wonder if we're getting a heart attack. Oh, I think that's that like a pain in my heart. Time. I don't get it. I get it in my heart where you like have to freeze because you're like, if I move again, it's going to do it. But yeah. it's not that's not just a, a woman thing. Though. No, that's, that's, that's a man that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It must be your heart muscle. Um, we okay, know uh, nothing. <laughs> or it's heartburn no or it's your pectorals. It could be a lot of things. God, I hate okay. that. This is one from me IRL. And it says, so that stands for in real life. It says, people who keep their phone silent 24-7 are so done with life. It's like a meme that says that. Mm. I do. Who, what, I, what do you mean by we're done with life? We're I in life. I keep my phone silent 24-7. And 24 I, I am not done with life. I'm fighting claw and tooth. I don't <laughs> need any alert on my phone because it's in my hand all the fucking time. Mm. I don't need it. To, th that is why it's not in it. I would like to say, because I don't, I don't want to be bothered by it. And I have it on focus mode <laughs> a lot because I, or silent mode because I don't want to be bothered by it while it's in my hand or while I'm like watching a video on that? it. Who are you? Impersonating? <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's better than me. of like reads books a lot, not on their phone. All my books are on my phone. Okay. <laughs> um, Men of Reddit, what is something women hate about their bodies that you actually love? Oh, a bestie sent me this to share because she was like, maybe this would be good for other people to hear. Wait, and men Brian, are asking what? This is for ask. This is asking men. Men of Reddit, what is something that women hate about their bodies that you actually love? Oh, I know. Okay, what this guy wrote say. a fucking. Oh, you do? Okay. Their asses, their tits, their vaginas. Jennifer Gray's nose. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Lively's old nose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this guy goes, this, these are all guys. This reminds me kind of guys who like wear shirts that say feminist AF and like try oh. to get laid by liking things oh, that women God. feel bad about themselves about. Mm. I actually uh, like so I a woman's know. armpit hair. It's like fucking yes. sexy oh, to me. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> but then there are guys that like it. So no, like I, I can't judge them. Like they you can like, like what you it. like. No, they I would like love it, to meet But them. don't go broadcasting it because yeah. you want to get some poon. Well, let me just say this girl asked. So this is an ask Poon. thing. So, okay. 
This guy said everything that has to do with getting older. Oh, give me a fucking break. When my wife and I got married, we were obviously younger and in our 20s. Although never thin, I was more slender. My wife, 5'9", has legs for days and just a banging body. Now, I'm not as thin, same as her. We have two kids, blah, 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 whatever. He says, she has more of a tummy now, bigger boobs, maybe doesn't shave like she used to or wear skimpy lingerie outfits randomly, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. We've grown older together and I honestly couldn't find anything in this world that still turns me on as the certain way my, my wife runs her fingers down my back or how she looked naked. And it's because she's mine, not in a possessive sexist way, but in a, I'm the luckiest guy in the world that this beautiful woman wants to spend the rest of her life with me and have sex with me. Hopefully this isn't too long winded. It kind of was, but it is sweet. That's but I'm looking like, for upvotes. He's just looking. He's trolling for upvotes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I know. And he's hoping his wife like stumbles upon this and she's like, is this you? Are you okay, jackpot? Or whatever. <laughs> My gr- ex-girlfriend always complained. This is a different guy. My ex-girlfriend always complained about the size of her cheeks and how she looked like Cuico, a character from an old Mexican TV series. For me, she looked gorgeous. I love to kiss and caress her cute round face. That's sweet. That's fine. Uneven breasts. Adds character and makes paying attention to each one a separate adventure. <laughs> what? All right. What the fuck? That guy's a serial killer, I think. <laughs> My wife was very self-conscious about her inverted nipples, but I adore them. Someone says this makes oh, me feel better. Nipples? I have one, one of each, any in and outie, and it makes me so self-conscious. Same, my this? kids. I, I've never heard of it either, but I, apparently, it's a thing. An that inverted of, nipple. Yes, I have one. It's in? nothing big. I didn't even know I had it until like three years ago, and then a doctor was like, "Have you always had this?" I'm like, "What?" It just looks like a finger. If you took your fingernail and pressed it hard into your nipple, that's what it looks like. It just looks oh. like so one has a nipple, but you never noticed that. I never noticed that. Like that it was different than the other. Yeah, I never noticed. It literally just looks like if you took your thumb and pressed it for 30 seconds into your nipple. Like, would you even notice that? And it's like that all the time. Yeah. Well, my nipples like stick out. Okay. Perfect pussy. And perfect no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I don't have a perfect pussy and I don't have perfect nipples, but I'm just saying like, I, I don't understand what an inverted nipple looks like. I should Google one. Hold on yeah. one okay, second. Okay, do it. Inverted. But they're going to show you nipple. the most extreme one. Probably. Right, right. I'll, I'll, I'll unextreme it in my mind. Um, okay. What? I see. I'm going to Google it, looks it too. Like, it looks like a belly button. Inverted mm. nipple. Kind of. What's this the, is the one? Is I'm it seeing. the first one you're looking at? Oh, okay, okay, yes. There's one of top doctors that looks like it would. It's not too extreme. Yeah. Wait, this doesn't look like mine. No, these are intense. Mine is just look- a very slight. Literally, like if you took your nail and just put it in there. I don't even think Matt would notice. So you never noticed that it was different than the other one. You would never notice that. Okay. Okay. Well, then great. Cellulite. Someone said cellulite. I don't give a fuck what kind of phone she got. What? Oh, oh it's a pun. It's a pun. Sell you. He's got sell sell you light. I don't give a fuck what kind oh, of phone God. she's got. I yeah. hate that guy. I hate it too. Uh, but also cellulite. Do you guys care about cellulite? I think they. I think they do. I think they do. I don't think. I don't think it's the greatest looking it's thing. Not, no, it's, it's not. It's not like a deal breaker. The, but the I dough. think it's better if it's not there. I guess exactly. It's yeah. not. It's, it's not you like a cl- turn you on. Want, Right, right. I mean, I'm sure it is to some people, but I don't think it's like going to make you leave your wife if she I has just it. I don't think it's the biggest who's got deal. Hairy pits and cellulite and <laughs> misaligned breasts. Someone <laughs> said, I love sleepy set back bedroom eyes and I love boyish clothes on girls. So hot. I also like when a woman has a deeper voice. God, it's hot. Mm. Thank you. My <laughs> wife's boobs. She hates them with a passion. I cannot figure out why they are perfect. Aww. Um. Okay. So it's just a bunch. I'm trying to think of. 
I will say the boyish clothes thing. It's all I want to wear is boy clothes. I don't, I want to wear clothes that fit comfortably. Don't constantly make me feel fat. Being a girl and wearing jeans is hell. Okay. Why do we always feel fat? Because jeans are styled to be tight on us. That is the style. And it's not always the style. And I know men are like, well, why don't you wear more comfortably? Because they're not as attractive if they're more comfortable. They're not the, the style that are in. Jeans are supposed to be snug. So if you gain a pound, you feel fat because the jeans will, the jeans are supposed to like, when I go to my stylist, jeans are supposed to be hard to get into. You're supposed to have to like hop. That's yeah. like a feet jean that fits. So when it doesn't fit, if you just have a little water weight or something, that's why women constantly feel fat is because our clothes are so goddamn tight and men have a little bit. They have so much more room and I've been more wearing baggier stuff lately. And Chris got me a sweat. Chris, like the best thing I've done is tell Chris, like, will you go find me like a shirt that you think would look good on me? And then he goes shopping and I get a new shirt and he's excited about it. And he tries to buy stuff that I'll like. So he buys them bigger. And so then I get to wear bigger clothes that are probably less attractive to my boyfriend because they are bigger because they're more like boy clothes, but because he bought them, he is attracted to me in it. Win, win mm, baby. Yeah. And they're really the opposite. I think, I mean, I, I do think that a tight jean looks good, but I, I really like a baggy casual girl. Oh, do you really? Do you also? I really, and, and I love when I can see her armpit hair. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I get. I, Brian's wearing I his feminist cool. as fuck t-shirt. Also, <laughs> what? Oh yeah, he Brian's is right now, and it's tight as hell. Wait, Noah, you said recently on a girl. I don't know where it was, but you said that you were like, I don't know how to dress anymore. You were no. talking about that. It was so funny to me. I don't know how to. I I don't. Avi and I we do this totally subconsciously when we don't see each other in the morning getting ready. We end up wearing the same exact thing, same exact Whoa. shirt color, <laughs> same exact shorts. We both go shopping at REI now for comfortable clothes. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that's yes. it. it's. I don't want to dress it is like that confusing anymore. when you are on the precipice of forty. You're like you can't do things. You do need to start changing. Like I am getting ready for a total wardrobe overhaul of like no more and and um all i really want to wear is lululemon i mean it's really all that feels comfortable you switch to it's just it doesn't look as good as a put together outfit but um i'm feeling i'm feeling just as confounded by like what is cute and do i care about what's cute am i wearing cute stuff who am i trying to win over when i look cute my mom i like my mom to go you look cute i do like that but like what else does that get me like i i don't i'm not trying to get laid anymore i don't even want you know like i do like when chris thinks i look cute so sometimes i dress up for him but what is more disappointing than when you dress up and the person you're dressing up for doesn't say anything <laughs> yes, it's so yeah. maybe nothing in the whole world feels that bad so like i don't even like to do that that nobody comes to which i'll probably have on thursday but yes it's uh, that is the truth okay. the most shocking experiment i did recently was yeah i thought i'll just wear a half shirt and see if I can get Matt's attention and I did put on like a little, I never wear half shirts or skimpy tops. And I did this one day and I was like, that's all it took. Like I walked downstairs and he immediately like starts pawing me or what? Oh God, my nose is running so bad. I'm so sorry. They have snot coming out of my nose as I'm telling you a story about how sexy I looked. <laughs> <laughs> then he like completely got into me. I was like, Oh, it's, yeah. it's that easy. So I'm going to do that. I wear, I Sometimes I just, my favorite trick is to come out wearing like something new and then 
just be casual, like just take out a tit, like just tuck up the <laughs> yes. tuck up your shirt so that it's like your tit is hanging out. Yeah. It'll just open in the air. Or like pull it down, pull your tank top down so it's just like exposed and then just have a normal conversation and wait until they see it. Yes. It's almost this trend that's going on where there's like a, a girl will show her mom her phone and she has like baby hands and she's like tapping it and the mom like doesn't see the little hands. <laughs> and she also has her tit out. All right, guys, let's go. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Anya, feel better. Sniffles. And um, yeah, uh, great show. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast on my birthday. Um, ah! is when it will air. Yeah. Um, let's not make a big deal out of it, everyone. It's okay, fine. Never mind. Ignore, yeah, it's not ignore. a big deal. It's just, Who gives a yeah, shit? Ignore. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's just another time around the fucking sun or the globe. I don't know which one it is. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Um, uh, don't be cut. And just wear boy clothes. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.